0: First day night day it's the preview show it's the no nay never podcast <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to the preview show, brought to you by the None and Never podcast. As ever, I am your co-host, side seat driver, whatever you want to call it, but I am certainly not the main event. I am only Natalie Bromley, because the main guy, the main geezer, the one we love and the absolute headliner of the preview show is, of course, Dave Roberts, Statman Dave. Dave, welcome back.
2: Hi, Natalie. It seems so long since we last spoke. <laughs>
1: It really does. It's been all of... two (laughs) minutes. How has your few days been between the Palace game and the City game? What have you been up to?
2: (laughs) Are we going to let the listener into a secret?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think we probably should. Full disclosure, listeners, um, Dave and I are recording this preview show before the Palace game. So, as it stands... We are actually in the past, and you are in the future, and we're talking to you in the future. And, oh, it's all very Marty McFly. Um, so we don't actually know at this moment in time what the result was at the weekend. So we, um, we're we going to soldier through anyway. We're going to pretend that the Clarets won. Oh, this is going to be terrible, Dave, if we actually got really beat really badly the <laughs> it, Everybody will do it. Everybody will hate us. Well, we could,
2: record, we could record all three results, couldn't we? We,
1: we could. <laughs> Let's not do that. I'm, as you can tell, listeners... No. Um, my friend, the flu, is still with me because it's only 30 seconds since I recorded the show that was the Palace preview. So I'm still feeling under the weather. So apologies. There's three of us on this week's podcast. There is Natalie, there is Dave and there is the bubonic plague. Um Now, before we get into the um, Manchester City preview, we don't have a quiz question. Because we didn't set you one last week, if of course you remember um, Dave teased us in the preview show for the Palace game by saying that um, he was going to make us wait until tonight for a new quiz question. So stay tuned listeners, because by the end of this week's show we're going to have a hot off the press brand new quiz question for you to um, test your little brains with it. So we're going to go straight into the Manchester City preview. Um, Tuesday the 3rd of December at 815 which Dave nicely reminds me is on Amazon Prime Video. This is something that's all new and shiny. I think they're uh, streaming. The stream is on Boxing Day as well, I think, Dave, aren't they, if I remember so correctly.
0: They're
2: doing all yeah, they're doing all twenty games, um, across the two it's basically the third to the fifth of December and then also the 26th and 27th is across two days afterwards. But if you are sneaky, you can get the uh, Amazon Prime uh, 30-day trial for free and watch all the ball games for free if you're not going to uh, not going to oh, the matches.
1: Good tip there, Dave. Well, let's get into it then. Mm. Um, Manchester City, current reigning Premier League champions. Dave, tell us all about our opposition. Opposition
2: stats. Well, before I start talking about Manchester City, I'm going to mention their neighbours, Manchester United, uh, because it took them until 1903 to settle on their current club name. United previously played in the league as Newton Heath. Uh, But the forerunners of the Manchester City club also played under different names in their early years, as Ardwick until 1894. That included two seasons in the Football League. And prior to that, as St Marks of West Gorton, rather a mouthful, um, as early as 1880. However, City's crest now shows the date of the incorporation of the club as a registered company in 1894, seemingly ignoring a couple of years of league history prior
1: to yeah, that. it's not like City to erase historic data, is it? <laughs> what about their nicknames, please, Dave? Uh,
2: well, City, the Sky Blues and Citizens are all nicknames attributed to Manchester City and we've got nothing much more exciting than that, really.
1: No, it isn't. They are quite brilliant. I'm assuming the citizens is a reference to city.
2: Yeah, yes, and the, I think they were a callback that going back lots and lots and lots of years, although it's still mentioned uh, from time now.
1: Yeah, is that a technical start? Lots and lots and lots and uh, lots, lots of years.
2: Lots, yes. That's technical. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Okay, well, let's move on to their team then, Dave. Who's their all-time goalscorer?
2: Uh, Well, when we look at these, there are ones that go back into uh, the depths of time, ones we've uh, probably never heard of, although I think most people probably have heard of uh, of this one. Um, Sergio Aguero is already City's all-time top goalscorer with 244. Um, It's perhaps surprising that neither he nor Sean Gota, with nine and eight goals respectively, are not top of the list of Manchester City scorers against Burnley. Uh, One player can go one better than both of them, and that's uh, Tommy Browell, who scored 10 times in matches against Burnley, and he was at City from 1913 to 1926.
1: I am very surprised that it's neither Aguero nor no Goto, and I absolutely hate playing both of them players because they all flip in well and score against us all the time. <laughs> well, Sean, Sean
2: Gota won't be playing on uh, on Tuesday, thankfully, and uh, I don't not think quite. Sergio Aguero <laughs> will be either. I think there's uh, looking like yeah, he's, he's injured, gonna... isn't he? Yeah. Is he
1: about six weeks, six weeks, yeah. six weeks or so? They've been they have been pretty unlucky with injuries of City this season, I've got to say, but. Uh, you know, when they've got about 70-odd players registered on their squad, my uh, sympathy levels are quite low. Um, what about City's heaviest Burnley defeat, then, please?
2: Uh, well, perhaps...
1: No, a... Burnley's heaviest defeat R- against City. Okay.
2: Yeah, our, our <laughs> biggest defeat at Turf Moor <laughs> against Manchester City. Um, perhaps surprisingly, the 6-1 defeat in 2010, uh, that was the one where Kevin McDonald was subbed at half-time and famously ended up in the pub for the second half. That isn't our heaviest defeat. There's been one worse than that. Um, oh we've, yeah, we've got to go back uh, 20 years uh, to 19, just over 20 years. It was early 1999 uh, for that. That was actually in the March of Stan Turnant's first season in charge. Uh, we'd lost the previous match, that was also at home, 5 0 to Gillingham. And Manchester City piled on the agony with a crushing 6 0 defeat in early March 1999. That also included a Sean Gota hat trick. Uh, imagine the meltdown on social media if it had been around in 1999. <laughs> you know, they thinking about. Um, we also lost the next game. Uh, that was again at home. I don't know why we played three consecutive uh, home games, um, and that was against Preston. That was by a goal to nil. It was a, a televised game, um, and it looked like we might be doomed to be relegated that season. We were really uh, struggling on a really bad run, uh, but. Chairman Barry Kilby and the board stuck with Stan Turnant and we uh, went unbeaten the remaining 11 matches of that season. Um, And that was the basis, really, for the following season, 1999-2000, which ended in automatic promotion.
1: Excellent. I love those stats. That's great. It's definitely one uh, to look back in the history books there. Uh, What about Burnley's biggest win then?
2: Uh, well, we've beaten Manchester City four times at Turf Moor by a margin of three goals. And the most recent of those was back in September 1973. Uh, we had two goals from Paul Fletcher and another from Martin Dobson in a 3 0 win.
1: Excellent. And um, what about Burnley's last win?
2: Uh, Well, this is one that uh, we'll we'll remember, we'll live long in the memory. Um, Our last home win against Manchester City was a Premier League fixture, and that was back in the 2014-15 season. George uh, George Boyd scored a perfectly placed low drive past Joe Hart in the Manchester City goal, and we managed to hang on for all three points. That was in March of 2015.
1: It was, and God, did we hang on as well. I remember that game. (laughs) Um, What about last season's meeting, please, Dave?
2: Uh, Well, yeah, Manchester City came to Turf Moor back towards the end of last season. That was in late April. And they were desperate for all three points to ensure they stayed ahead of Liverpool in the title race. Uh, It was a really tight game, which City eventually won uh, 1-0. And it was one of those where I think it went to VAR in the end, didn't it? it? The ball went over the line, but only just... The referees um sorry it wasn't bar, it was the goal line technology. The referee had the alert on the watch and gave the goal, but it was very marginally over the line. But Burnley played really, really well that day and uh, yeah, it looked it like we might get a point out of the game or or sneak something and we we didn't. So it gives us hope. We can play against teams like Manchester City and uh, and get results. So, you know, it's gonna be a tough game for yeah, us it on. Does. On Tuesday, but you know we've, we we can do it. We've done it before. We've done it with uh, George Boy. And I think we've got a, a better team now than we had then.
1: Yeah, now's the time to play them for sure, Dave.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Cool. Right. So let's move on to the man at the helm. Then tell us all about City's manager.
2: Uh, yeah, Josep Guardiola Sala, or Pep Guardiola, as he's more commonly known, is forty-eight years of age. He was born in Sant Pedor in Spain, if that's how you pronounce it. San Pedro, not Spain, I don't know how to pronounce that, uh, and that was in uh, <laughs> January 1971. Um, he's been Manchester City manager <laughs> since the summer of... T- We've started oh, oh, off yeah. now. That was funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was funny. It wasn't that funny. funny. It funny. wasn't that funny. <laughs> it was. It
1: was funny. Sorry, come on, let's concentrate. Carry on, Dave.
2: <laughs> okay, he's, he's been Manchester City manager since the summer of 2016. And although City didn't win any silverware in the, in his first season, 2016-17, uh, they have made up for it since with their Premier League title and League Cup double in 2017-18. And an impressive domestic treble last season. However, you suspect they'll be targeting uh, European success for City this season, as well as trying to make up the ground on runaway leaders Liverpool in the Premier League. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't think they're going to do it this season. Um, OK, well, let's hit, let's have a look at some head-to-head stats then, please, Dave.
2: OK, our overall home record against Manchester City, and this is in all competitions, uh, stands at played 51, won 22, drawn 12 and lost 17. Uh, but that win percentage of 43.1% is one of our worst. And um, there's only Wolves and Brighton of the current Premier League clubs where we've got a worse home record in all time uh, matches. And we'll obviously, we'll look at those. We've not played either of those at home yet, so we'll look at those in more detail when we play those teams. But uh, we don't have a brilliant record against Manchester City, but they're the third worst of the uh, this year's Premier League teams um, For top flight home matches only um, it's slightly better Burnley have won exactly 50% of the past matches against City so it's played 40 won 20, drawn 8 and lost 12 That will come as a surprise to
1: absolutely nobody that our head-to-head stats against City aren't very good. Um, What about the players then? Do we have any players who've played for both sides? Uh,
2: Rather a lot, yes. Um, As well as Ben Mee and Joe Hart from our current squad, hoping I've not forgotten anyone this week, um, there's a selection (laughs) of the many players who've pulled on the Burnley and Manchester City shirts since the Second World War include. Joey Barton, Wayne Biggins, Lee Briscoe, Mick Doherty, Willie Donerkey, Ron Futcher, Tony Grant, Adrian Heath, Jamie Hoyland, Tommy Hutchison, Stephen Jordan, Tyrone Mears, Mike Summerby and Gareth Taylor. But that is only a selection. There were quite a lot more players than that as well.
1: Yeah, it's a good selection, Is that one. My dad, Daddy B, um, just... Could not get Stephen Jordan's name right when he used to play for us, and he used to, he insisted on calling him Jacobs. So in our house, I, whenever I hear Stephen Jordan, I genuinely forget who he is because I think I've convinced myself over time that he's actually called Jacobs because my dad just couldn't get out to the idea that he was called Jordan. Um, but he
2: doesn't even sound um, the same.
1: No, he doesn't. This is this is the same guy who was oh, who he used to call Brian the Norwegian. I can't remember who that was. Yeah, my dad's funny with names. Bless him. Anyway, enough tales of the mind of my father. It was Christian. No, was it Calvanes? Yeah, no, yeah. It might have been actually. No, I don't think it was. It was somebody from the last couple of years, and it's my my crazy father calling Brian the Norwegian. Um, Okay, finally, then who's the man in the middle? Who's going to be refereeing the game?
2: Okay, we've got John Moss. He's going to be the referee on uh, Tuesday evening. He's refereed nineteen previous Burn the Games. There have been six wins, two draws and 11 defeats in those matches. Um, He's also been in charge of one previous match between Burnley and Manchester City. Uh, That was at City in a Premier League match in October 2018. Uh, City were 5-0 winners that day. Um, He's already refereed our match at Leicester City this season... Uh, And that was notable for the uh, video assistant referee, who was Andy Madley that day, ruling out a Chris Wood effort due to a very debatable foul on Johnny Evans. Clear and obvious, it was not. Um, The video assistant referee is a different one. We've got uh, Graham Scott on Tuesday evening.
1: Excellent. Well, let's not leave it there, Dave, because I know full well that that's not what you've got up your sleeve. Can we please delve into... Bank of knowledge that is Statman Dave Stats and give us your miscellaneous stat of the week.
0: Statman Dave's stat
2: of the week. Okay, Burnley played Manchester City at Turf Moor in a First Division match on Christmas Day 1957. The Claretts came back from a goal down to win 2 1 with second half goals from Brian Pilkington and Albert Cheesebread. Uh, This is also the last time that Burnley contested a match on Christmas Day itself. It was a football tradition that had previously taken place over many years prior to that. Uh, Coincidentally, Burnley and Manchester City have met once before on the exact same date as this week's match – 64 years ago, on December the 3rd, 1955, the teams played in a first division match at Turf Moor. It finished 2-2 on that occasion, and the Burnley goal scorers were Peter McKay and Roy Stevenson.
1: That's a good stat of the week. I do love them. They're,
2: That's two. Uh, we've got two, two for
1: one there. You're spoiling us. It's only because we've no... Uh, fantasy premier league this
2: week that you're spoiling us it's black friday it's black friday two Uh for one
1: very topical i like it um for those of you who literally will not be able to rest until you know who my dad was referring to it was indeed freddie Olber's dad who my dad called brian the norwegian so there you go (laughs) The, the, the the mind of my father let's let's leave that there um So, how are you feeling about the game, Dave? I mean, it's it's always difficult, isn't it? You you look at this City side, and they're just an incredible side. And I actually genuinely didn't think anybody was going to go anywhere near them until Liverpool rolled out an equally ridiculous side. Um, But as we kind of touched on in the stats section, it it feels like now's the time to play them if you want to get a result.
2: Um, It could be. I mean, we we are capable of getting some results against the uh, the you know the the, the real top top sides coming to uh, to Turf Moor. We have done it. We we did it against maybe top them against the, the, the uh, expectations last season. We've beaten City before, we've beaten Liverpool. So we can do it on our day. We've done really well this season against the teams in the lower part of the table. Um, I think maybe only Leicester have a better record um, of the, you know, apart from the, the, the real top, top sides. Um, but we haven't got any results. All the teams we've lost to are all the ones um, above us in the league. So at some point, we are going to have to get some points in those games, but they are... They are bonuses when you get wins from those games or yeah, even a point sure. there, there can be bonuses. Um, but you, I guess you go into it partly with a, a mindset of it's a free hit. But yeah. I think if you look at it that way and, and that way alone, then maybe maybe you don't get the best out of it. So I think the, the, you know, the players will be prepared. And we saw last season the, the the game was really, really tight. And if Burnley can keep it tight... It's easier said than done, but if it can do, um, then there's always that opportunity of going. We know we've got players um the likes of Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood who can score goals. We've got Dwight McNeil who's capable of turning it on. Um, we can score goals on our day and, and, and match any side in this division. And yeah. there have been some uh, results, yeah. You know, not City and Liverpool don't slip up a lot but i think even liverpool are running away with this this season there have been three or four times when they could easily have uh, lost those games and they have come back and won them so yeah city and liverpool they're not totally unbeatable um so we'll be looking to to do what we can and get a result and it's as i say if we if we get a, a win it would be fantastic if not we won't be that surprised but um we the players just the have team. to put their mind to it yeah. and, uh, and and make sure they can you know, Take that opportunity if, if if they possibly can.
1: Amen to that. Um well let's leave let's leave the, the preview of Manchester City there, um just because we, <laughs> I think we're in danger of either running away with ourselves and i have to force Dave to keep my feet on the ground. Um
2: There was another there was another stat I was gonna mention, but I'm not going to because it I'll I'll tweet it if we win on Tuesday.
1: No, say it. Oh, Dave, you can't do that. I'm going. You can't tease us that way. Tell us. Tell us a start.
2: Well, someone had tweeted me in the week and said, "When was the last time that Burnley had lost um, on a Tuesday night Ooh. at Turf Moor?" And you've actually got to go back to 2013. I think it's something like 12, really? 13 matches uh, that we yeah. I've jinxed it now, no yeah, you now haven't no, sad. that's a
1: good stat. I like it <laughs> well it, it is true, isn't it? I know it's it's a bit of a romantic notion, but everybody talks about turf more and du lights it's it's just an incredible place to be, and I love choosing out games, and I think that for me is adding on to this belief that we can get something from the game, so fingers fingers crossed. OK, so we've got no um fantasy football dream team news this week. As you know from those of you who tune into the Palace preview, we just thought there was just not enough time in between the two. And also we're we recording this before it's been done. Um, so we didn't have time um, we're going to give you a bumper edition of the uh, updates for you in the next preview show which we're looking at Spurs away so um, fancy football managers sort your teams out get your boosts done get your captain sorted and see who are the movers and shakers the next time we uh, meet you
2: Monday
0: question
1: So instead, we finish this week's slightly shorter preview show with quiz question. Dave,
2: what is this week's question, please? Okay, it's an intriguing one this week, I think. A little bit different. Um, The FA Cup third round match, which took place between Burnley and Manchester City in January 1991, was a first for Turf Moor. But can you tell us the reason why?
1: Hmm. I don't know, but I can probably guess. But I'm not going to do. I'm going to have I'm going to think about this. And I'm going to submit a proper, sensible answer. So, Dave, why don't you tell me and our listeners how we submit those question answers?
2: Uh, yeah, well, tweet us um, or message us at No Name Never on Twitter. Uh, you can post on the No Name Never Facebook page or email us podcast at nonanever.net and we'll reveal the correct answer at the start of our next preview show
1: and what if um our fans are stuck dave how can they get some help
2: uh well you could look at the burnley stats page it's got loads of information about over five and a half thousand past burnley matches and it is the source for the majority of stats that's used in our preview shows um you can find it at this short link it's bit that's b-i-t dot l-y Forward slash Burnley Stats and that's all in lowercase.
1: Excellent. Well, that is all we have time for for this midweek special edition of the preview show. My thanks go to various people, as ever, producer Matt, who's had to um come out of retirement midweek this week and, and put together the preview show. So thanks, Matt. Um but of course my thanks to Dave, Dave Roberts, Statman Dave, who just works so hard to put these stats together and Without him, we wouldn't even have a show, never mind such a thoroughly enjoyable one. So, Dave, thank you very, very much. Thanks again, though, to you, the listeners. And Godspeed to any of you who are travelling to Turf Moor on Tuesday night for that visit um, to by the champions, Manchester City. Cheer the boys on. Let's get behind them. Let's make Turf Moor rock and let's make it a special place like we know it always is done and hopefully bring back those three points. Dave and I will be back for the next preview show, which will be on Friday, um, previewing the trip to Spurs away to a brand new stadium so if you've got any comments questions or anything you want us to discuss in between now and friday you know how to get hold of us this has been the preview show brought to you by the known and ever podcast until next time
0: away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials
1: you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.